Have you noticed the flags that are hanging in the, uh, in the foyer? Kind of hard to miss, I think. Um, how many of you can tell me which country each of those flags represents? You don't have to answer right now. One of them should be pretty easy. I see a few hands. Good job. Good job. Those of you who know your flags, well done. I'll, we'll, we'll have a quiz after church is over. Um, if you pay close attention this morning, you're going to find out the answer to that question because today's our 17th annual Mission Sunday. And Northside supports missionaries and evangelists all around the world and especially in those uh, nations. Spreading the gospel is a big part of the DNA of this church. For almost 37 years, our church has sponsored the Know Your Bible television program. Uh, and, uh, and they answer, those three wise men there, answer, well, not those three, but, uh, well, they used to. We have some new wise men and one older wise man that's still with us. So, <laughs> praises for that. Um, they answered questions that our viewers uh, send in, uh, and what a what an evangelistic tool that is. Many people have come to come to know Christ because of Know Your Bible, and several of you in the audience today are part of that number. Also, for decades, uh, we have supported missionaries around the world. If you look really closely at that picture, you'll see some people that are actually sitting in this audience today who have done mission work in Scotland and Japan. And in Minnesota. Um, as many churches do, we have found the best way to fund those efforts of our missionaries is to have special Sundays when we give you updates and we ask for your support. Our missionaries usually cannot be here in person, so we ask them to send us videos and we play those videos so you can get updates on them and, and their work. Uh, sometimes we don't have videos, sometimes we do little PowerPoint slideshows, but we will tell you about all of our missionaries that way. Let's start this morning by hearing about the Latin American Bible Institute. Jared Griffith is on the missions oversight team, and he serves as their liaison. Thanks, Mark. Good morning, church. So if you're new to Northside, uh, you may not know what ELEB stands for. Um, we usually call it the Latin American Bible Institute, but the ELEB is actually the um, Spanish acronym for the Instituto Latinoamericano de Estudios Biblicos. I apologize for my Spanish there. <laughs> um, that is one thing that I, don't, I know a little bit from high school and college, but not very much. Um, so usually Roberto, who is uh, the director that we, that we speak with, um, he has someone on there that translates for us, uh, but it's, it's very important for us to, to have that, and uh, it can even then be a little bit challenging uh, kind of communicating. Um, but Northside has supported ELEB for 30 years now. Um, ELEB has graduates that have planted over 30 churches um, in Mexico and in Latin America. They've been wildly successful. And their graduating students, over 80% of them still serve in ministry today, and they serve in at least 50 churches across the same area. So enrollment, um, it has grown significantly over the last uh, few years. Um, currently, there are a total of 294 students. Um, there is 33 that study there in the city of Tuluca, which is where the institute is located. Um, there are 
161 that serve uh, at the other, or that are part of the other branches. There are nine branches schools, including one in Venezuela. Uh, the one in Venezuela is a little bit different. Uh, most of the other branches use like technology that we have today, but because of uh, the economic situation there and some of the infrastructure problems that they have, they do everything the old-fashioned way with textbooks and workbooks. Um, so they do it all there uh, together um, in a classroom setting. Um, and there also are seven students that are studying online in Peru. So you can see with the slide there that there's a significant outreach through ELEB. Uh, and the next slide. Um, so another interesting aspect uh, as far as the growth of ELEB is concerned, um, the Sunset Institute has recently um, accepted their plan to begin offering bachelor's degrees in biblical studies. Uh, this is an important uh, uh, movement for ELEB to, to move from just a regular institute into more of like a traditional college university where they do offer this for people. There has been a lot of interest um, from students who are seeking this out. And um, all of the instructors as well have had to go through the process of uh, um, receiving certification in order to teach um, for, the, for the qualifications there. And this actually will begin next fall. So this is the, the admin and the faculty there for ELIB. Um, they, they work very hard. Um, it is a lot of hard work um, with all, doing all the technology and having all the online students, um, as well as the, the local students there in Toluca. Um, they do a fantastic job. Um, and like we've already talked about, they have been very successful in spreading the word in Mexico and throughout uh, Latin and South America. So we're, we're very happy to be able to support them. Um, and they are very grateful to have F Northside um, helping them in doing this, this process. Thank you very much. Thanks, Jared. Next, let's talk about World Christian Broadcasting. Forty years ago, can you believe it? Forty years ago, this ministry built a shortwave radio station in Anchor Point, Alaska. And seven years ago, they added another station in Madagascar. And with these two stations, they blanket the entire globe with radio programs in, in I think, seven different languages now. Um, that include news and music, but also Christian teaching is sprinkled throughout those radio stations or radio broadcasts. So let's watch an update now from World Christian Broadcasting. If you've never been baptized, you have a saving experience ahead of you. We follow Jesus. The message is timeless, and World Christian Broadcasting uses radio to send it everywhere. Now, digital technology adds a new dimension. Broadcasting via stations KNLS in Alaska and Madagascar World Voice and webcasting via the Internet, World Christian Broadcasting sends a message of God's amazing grace over the air and online in seven languages. That amazing grace, so sweet the sound is the sweetest song I know. This program is a production of World Christian Broadcasting. Once we get the listeners' attention with the use of pop music and stories of universal interest, that opens the door to Bible teaching. While much of our content is on the Internet, many parts of the world do not have web access or have the Internet restricted by the government. Our over-the-air broadcasts make use of the shortwave band of frequencies, which skip off the atmosphere, thus permitting long-distance transmission. 
Radio signals cross the borders of nations whose governments are hostile to Christianity. Shortwave radio sets are widespread and capable of picking up stations like ours. A listener can hear a shortwave broadcast in private in a repressive country. Or in a free country, entire communities can gather around a shortwave radio in villages that do not have FM radio, television, or the Internet. We thank you for your continued prayers and support. World Christian does an amazing job. We were blessed to have Andy Baker, the president of World Christian, who you saw in that video there. Uh, he, he came a few months ago and spoke to some of us, and it's just so inspiring to see the work that they do. Last year, we began a partnership with two families who have planted a church on the western coast of Ecuador in the city of Salinas. Uh, as a reminder, they are Alex and Dinella Rivas and their almost two-year-old son, Noah, and Kevin and Yerubi Canalone and their four-year-old son, Natan. Both of those couples graduated from the Quito School of Biblical Studies, and uh, actually Kevin and Alex were the top two graduates in 2021 from that school. Uh, the students at the school obviously study uh, missions, they study Bible and, and learn to, to preach the gospel, but they also learn to uh, to do some kind of secular skills so they can earn half of their uh, income and, and work as bivocational missionaries. So we are providing half their support, and they are working part-time to earn the other half. This is a picture of Kevin uh, painting a house. Um, you may recall that last December, Will Mukes and I had the privilege of spending a week with our team in Salinas, and we helped them with the two-day youth campaign that they conducted on the beach there. Uh, we plan to send someone to visit Salinas every year, so who knows, someday you may get to, to, to do that. This is a 10-year commitment uh, that we have with them, and in nine more years, they plan to be self-supporting, and, and our, our uh, support will end. Now let's hear an update from our missionaries in Ecuador. A continuación, hermanos, verán un poco de lo que ha sido la Iglesia de Cristo en Salinas. Comenzamos nuestro viaje con mucha emoción mudándonos desde Quito. Fue un gran reto para nosotros. Al llegar a Salinas no conocíamos ni teníamos a nadie. Comenzamos la obra de evangelización desde cero. Comenzamos a planificar nuestro trabajo y salir adelante y conocer a las personas y así poder llevar a muchas personas a los pies de Cristo. Así comenzó nuestro trabajo de evangelización. Rendimos nuestros rostros para dar Conocimos a muchas personas en el camino de la predicación y la inauguración de la Iglesia de Cristo en Salena fue el 12 de septiembre de 2022. En el camino hemos tenido muchos obstáculos, pero hemos sido bendecidos en gran manera. Decidimos iniciar una escuela de fútbol para atraer muchos niños para enseñarles a ellos de Dios y así poder tener contactos con sus papás. 
La escuela de fútbol ha sido una gran bendición. Actualmente tenemos 22 niños y la mayoría de nuestros contactos provienen de los padres de los niños. Hay muchos domingos que hemos estado solos, pero otros recibimos la bendición de tener visitantes. También muchos hermanos se han sentido bendecidos de que en este lado costero de Ecuador hay una congregación y hemos recibido visitas de otros hermanos, tanto de Ecuador como de Venezuela. Todos los martes tenemos estudios bíblicos, todos los jueves noches de oración y los viernes la reunión de jóvenes. Durante los demás días estamos ocupados en la escuela de fútbol y en estudios bíblicos. Hemos compartido mucho entre equipo y amigos que hemos conocido. Para nosotros ha sido un gran reto y les agradecemos por su gran apoyo y rogamos de sus oraciones para que la iglesia pueda crecer. Además de ello, también iniciamos nuestros pequeños emprendimientos. Kevin se dedica a hacer arreglos de casa, limpieza de terreno, entre otras cosas. La hermana Yurubí a la venta de chicha una bebida venezolana. Y Alexis se dedica a diseño gráfico y junto con Dainela planea montar una pequeña tienda de suministro diario y artículos colegiales. I love looking at all those pictures that Alex stuffed into that little short video there. He asked, he said, Mark, is it okay if I put about a hundred pictures in that? I said, well, sure. But so reading the subtitles and seeing all the pictures at once is really hard to do. So I'm going to post that picture on Facebook. If you have access to Facebook, which is Satan's tool, of course, we know that, but God can also use Facebook. We're going to post that picture, that video on Facebook, so you can watch it several times and one time maybe look at the pictures, another time read the subtitles again. Um, we love that uh, that team. Uh, Alex did a great job with that video. Um, also, I've got some good news to share with you. I noticed yesterday in Facebook uh, this picture and, and a video of a brand new sister in Christ that was baptized on Friday in Salinas by our uh, missionaries there. So praise God for that. You may also recall that Dinella is pregnant uh, with their second child, a little girl named who will be named Chloe Antonella. She's due in just three weeks. This was a picture of their reveal party. I think Alex was anticipating a girl because he was wearing pink that day. <laughs> um, as a result, the, the uh, Rivas family is currently kind of stuck in Quito, which is a 12-hour bus trip away from Salinas because she just happened to be visiting her mom when she started having some pregnancy problems um, and uh, her doctor ordered bed rest and no travel. So Alex had to go join her there and they're currently away from the work. He's doing some, some of his graphic design work. He made that video, but uh, they won't be able to go back to Quito until, I'm uh, sorry, to Salinas until the baby is born. So please pray for Dinella and the health of little Chloe. Every year we like to make videos of our children, as you know. Uh, usually they're talking about missionaries, telling, telling you what they think missionaries do. Well, this year we're going to do something a little bit different. 
We've got a couple of little missionary boys there in Salinas. So we're going to spotlight uh, a little bit on Natan Canalone. Uh, he's four years old. He really loves helping out with his parents doing mission work. So in this first video, he is going to tell you what it's like to be a missionary kid and what it's like to help your parents tell people about Jesus. such an inspiration to to get to meet little Natan and little Noah uh they they help the way they can uh, with their their missionary parents and I hope some of you get to meet them someday Alex and Aaron Flood recently wrapped up more than nine years of mission work in St. Paul Minnesota as you know and uh, they've moved back to Kansas they're they're part of our church family again just as they were before they moved to Minnesota in 2014 of course when they left us they were newlyweds can you believe they ever looked that young? Um, 
And when they returned 10 days ago, somehow they now have four children. A lot can happen in nine years, right, guys? Um, since Alex is here now, we've asked him to share a little bit about the work they did in St. Paul. Good morning, church. I'd like to start out in Romans chapter 12. This is a thought that seems to be on a lot of people's minds this morning as I listen to Paul Harrington in his communion talk and Matt Babish. The idea of the universal church. Romans 12.3 says, For through the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you not to think more highly of himself than he ought to think but to think so as to have sound judgment, as God has allotted to each a measure of faith. For just as we have many members in one body, and all the members do not have the same function, so we who are many are one body in Christ, and individually members one of another. Since we have gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, each of us is to exercise them accordingly. He goes on and he lists the different gifts that the Christians at the church in Rome have. And there are many gifts here that people have at Northside. And when individuals come together with the gifts that God has given them, they create the whole. They create a personality that each congregation has. And not every congregation has the same personality. Not every congregation has the same mixing of different gifts and people that come together. There are many things that I try to replicate in our mission work in Minnesota because, well, I was shaped by the personality of this congregation, and that was what I took with me to Minnesota as we began to meet people and to serve them and to shape the personality of another congregation. And all of these congregations worldwide are the body of Christ. Now, There are some things that congregations do better than others. Not every individual has the same gifts as others. Not every church congregation has the same gifts as other congregations. And one thing that Northside does very well, according to its gifts, according to its personality, the entirety of all of us together, Northside does missions really, really well. And I say this from personal experience. As Mark said over the last... Nine and a half years, we did mission work in St. Paul, Minnesota. And during that entire time, Northside has been our overseeing congregation. And the care and attention and uh, very uh, careful helpfulness, thoughtfulness that the missions oversight team, that the Northside elders, that this congregation as a whole has shown to us over the last nine and a half years, that shaped us. And that shaped the work that we did in Minnesota. Uh, Northside has many gifts. And when Northside does missions work, I think what they're doing is they're flexing that strength of this congregation's personality. And I think that's what people need to do when they have gifts. They need to flex that gift and they need to use it in the strength according to which they've been given. And so when I think about Mission Sunday... Uh, fills me with joy to think about the new mission work that is going on and the mission work that continues to go on. 
because I know behind every uh, one minute of video that you see and presentation that you see that there are many, many hours of uh, work and preparation that has gone into that presentation. And so I wanted to make sure that everyone knew here that Northside doesn't just do missions work, but Northside does missions work very well. And it makes a missionary's job much easier because of the work that you do. For those of you who may not know me, if you're new uh, in the last year, uh, my name is Matt Babish, and I am the liaison to Jonathan Hannigan, who is our missionary down in Buenos Aires, Argentina. You know, the pandemic kind of caused havoc on, on the churches around here, but it also caused havoc all around the world. But despite a short stint of struggles, Due to that pandemic, the church now in Buenos Aires is thriving, thanks to your generous gifts throughout the years. Here's a quick video from Jonathan showing some of the more recent events and successes that the church has gone through this last year. I was buried beneath my shame. Hello, church family. This is Jonathan Hannigan from Buenos Aires, Argentina. Here we're celebrating two things. First of all, that I've been on the field now, thanks to your junior support, for over 17 years. And Argentina is the World Cup champion. But not alive. All my failures I tried to hide. It was my- This passage in 1 John reminds us that we are transformed in the measure that we see God. We are God's image bearers here in this world. And if we live life with Jesus, we will allow others to see God in and through us. My prayer for our church family here in Buenos Aires is that we will faithfully reflect God's will for our world through our cruciform lives. You called my name and I ran out of that grave. I was an orphan, 
Now you call me a citizen of heaven. When I was broken, you were my healing. Now your love is the air that I'm breathing. I have a future, my eyes are open. Cause when you call my name, I ran out of that grave. Out of the darkness, into your glorious day. You called my Thank you so much for your generous love and support here on the mission field. I wouldn't be able to do this without all of you and your support. Out of the darkness, into your glorious day. Well, as you can see, we are all rejoicing with these three new souls that were added to the Lord's Church at the retreat that they had. With this new and continued growth at the church in Buenos Aires, it is easy to see that doing this work alone is quite challenging. Preaching, teaching, counseling, visiting the needy, and helping with all kinds of personal needs of the church all by himself can become quite overwhelming. Jonathan has put together another video for us addressing this very issue and asking for our prayers and support for this need. Greetings from Buenos Aires, Argentina. This is Jonathan Hannigan, your missionary here. I'm here with great news today. God continues to do so many great things among us. He's continuing to work in us and through us. And our church is continuing to grow. We've had record attendance on Sundays. And at our um, annual retreat, we also had a great attendance, the largest attendance we've had so far since our church began 10 years ago. We are so thankful for what God is doing. And for that, I want to come and ask for your help. I'm looking to um, have a young married couple come alongside me and work here with the church. Um, so I'm asking for your support to help me fund um, this young couple so that they can come here and work. They can come here and serve and learn and can be a part of our ministry here. I don't have time to visit all the people I need to visit um, to do all the teaching, all the Bible studies, um, all the counseling. There's just so much to do because God is doing so many great things, so many people that that want to come and to learn more. Um, but there's only one of me, and there's a whole lot of people who need to hear about Jesus and to be to be comforted with the good news that Jesus gives us. So I want to encourage you, I want to ask you to please consider supporting um, this new initiative to support fellow teammates here in Buenos Aires. I would really appreciate having more people who are working with me full-time. They're not going to replace the people who are working already at our church uh, vocationally, but they're going to come alongside us and help us um, do even more for the kingdom. So I want to encourage you to, to support this new initiative and um, mostly thank you for all that you've done so far for the work here in Buenos Aires. And I pray that we can continue to collaborate together for many more years to come. May God bless you. Thank you. Well, as you can guess, we agree with Jonathan that he needs some help. Uh, that is a big church now. And it's hard for, he does have a few people that volunteer their time, but they have full-time jobs as well. 
And so it's hard for them to spend the time that they need uh, to spend. So uh, we have we have decided to to do what Jonathan asked and support another couple to be teammates for him. Uh, little Natan introduced himself in the video that we saw earlier, but he didn't tell you that he's also a decent singer. His mom, uh, Yerubi, recorded him singing a song called uh, Dios está aquí. If you know Spanish, you know that means God is here. Uh, we thought it'd be fun to video some of our own children singing their favorite uh, church songs and then put them together in one video with Natan. Uh, so we're going to watch that video now. Dios está aquí, está aquí, tan solo como aire que espiro, tan solo como la mañana se levanta, tan solo como el elegante me puede oír. Dios está aquí, está aquí. Deep and wide, deep and wide, there's a sound. Falling deep and wide, deep and wide, deep and wide, sound came from. Jesus loves the little children, all the children of the world. They are yellow, black and white, they are precious in His sight. This does the little children of the world. Did you like that mic drop that uh, he did at the end there? I asked Aya to give us that video. It's from a year ago or more. Uh, I Boy, he, he, he always wants to know, Mr. Mark, are we going to sing Shout Hallelujah? He loves that song. Several of our kids have recorded themselves singing that song. Now, I'm excited to tell you about one more new work that we've decided to support. The, the Downtown Church of Christ in Kansas City, Missouri, was started way back in 1966 as an outreach to the inner city residents there. Because many of their members uh, earn low incomes, the church relies on other congregations and individuals for about a third of their support. We recently learned that the downtown church is going to be losing some of that support uh, soon. So we've decided to replace that uh, for them to help them continue that uh, important work. Wes Anderson has preached for this church for the past 26 years. He and his wife Iris visited Northside last Sunday and met with our elders and missions committee to tell us about their work. And now Brother Wes is going to introduce himself and tell you about this church. Hello, Northside family. Wes Anderson from Kansas City. I serve as the minister of the Downtown Church of Christ, located at 2010 Van Brunt Boulevard in Kansas City, Missouri. We're just on the east, east side of town, and uh, we're striving to do great work for the Lord there. Uh, my wife, Iris, serves along with me in the ministry and has been with me. Uh, we've been married now for almost 41 years, come August. Uh, we do have two adult children, Brenda and LaVance, and they have given us three 
beautiful grandchildren. And if the Lord says the same, we're going to get to have a girl on the way in October. So three grandsons and waiting on that girl. It was good to meet your shepherds uh, last Lord's Day. And uh, you all have a fine minister there in Brother Toby, as well as all of your shepherds who are just down-to-earth men. It was just a very positive and pleasant experience being with the Northside family. Uh, we have a great work that's going at downtown. And uh, the location we're in now, we've been there since 2007. Uh, we are striving uh, to help the uh, poor and those who have uh, mental and emotional uh, baggage they deal with day in and day out. We have a Food for Life program that assists those who are constantly in need and overwhelmed by the uh, economic situation in our time. Please pray for us as we pray for your efforts there at Northside. We'd love for you all to come and visit sometime. Um, and it'd be great uh, if you can come and serve with us on the day when we're open with our Food for Life program. We are the church with a heart near the heart of the city, and uh, we are striving uh, to win souls on the east side of Kansas City, a work that is desperately needed. So may God bless you, and I hope that you all have a fantabulous week, if that's a word. Have a great week, courtesy of Almighty God. Talk to you soon. You're going to have a chance to hear Brother Wes speak during our summer speaker series uh, on Wednesday nights. He'll be here June 21st. I encourage you to write that down and come here. He's a neat guy. He and his wife, uh, we enjoyed meeting them last Sunday. Could we bring up the house lights a little bit? I, uh, I think uh, you're going to want to see this next thing. Every year, the children in our five-year-old through fourth grade classes uh, bring money for some of our missionaries. And on Mission Sunday, they bring it up to the front of the auditorium. Uh, then we send that money to one of those missionaries. Uh, come on down, kids, if, if you're there. Their money is currently going to our Salinas missionaries. So come on down, kids. Um, this year, I'm happy to report that our children have donated $356 and kids, here's a surprise. One of our members uh, was so inspired by your generosity, they decided to match the money that you donated. Uh, they even rounded up and gave our missionaries in Ecuador another $400. So altogether, that uh, comes to $756 that we'll be sending down there. When our children started giving their money to our Ecuador missionaries a year ago, we told them that their goal was to pay for that youth campaign, which uh, cost $540. So this uh, $756 not only pays for that campaign, but we now have another $216 to send them. So our Ecuador missionaries, they actually told me they're going to be watching us uh, on our live stream program this morning. So uh, buenos, buenos dias. Amigos, hermanos y hermanas, that's all the Spanish I know. Um, 
Anyway, they told us they'd be watching uh, the live stream service, so I'm sure they're going to be excited to hear this news that we're going to be sending them a little bit of extra money. So we're going to pause to take a little group picture here and uh, appreciate so much the, the children that donate their money for, for uh, this good cause. All right. Now let me tell you how you can help with these great works. Over the next 12 months, we need... $200,000 to support our different mission efforts around the world. That's right at about where we had our goal last year, just a little bit more. As you exit the auditorium this morning, you're going to be handed a brochure that's going to explain the different efforts that we're supporting. Inside that brochure, you'll find a form that you can fill out to tell us how much you plan to give to missions during the next 12 months. If you'll use that form to make your pledge, uh, please put it in the box that you'll find at the information booth in the foyer. Uh, You can also use Realm to make your missions pledge. Now, I know a lot of you continue to give the same amount every year to missions, and you just think, "Ah, I don't need to fill out a pledge form. They know how much I'm giving. Well, let me tell you, it really does help us if you'll go ahead and fill that out Get on uh, line on, on uh, Realm and fill that out. It helps us to know how much we're going to be able to count on from you. Uh, let me take just a minute to tell you how to do a pledge in Realm. If you prefer to get into Realm on a computer, just go to onrealm.org. Then once you're in Realm, you click uh, giving on the left side of the screen. Then you click the pledge tab at the top of the screen. Then you select the missions pledge campaign. Then you just fill out the pledge form on the screen this way. You enter in the amount that you plan to to give. Uh, You enter the frequency that you plan to give that amount. You put in the date that you want to start that, the date it's going to end. And then you just confirm that the, the total for the year is what you intended. And then you just click Save Pledge. Very simple. Uh, you can also use Realm Connect on a smartphone to enter your pledge. If you have any problems figuring out how to do all that, just contact the church office and we can help you out with that. As we wrap up this morning, let's hear just one more time for our children. This time, seven of our children are going to sing Jesus Loves Me with Natan. Of course, he'll be singing it in Spanish and the rest of them will be doing it in English. Jesus loves me, this I know, en la vida puedo ver, little one, everyone, they are weak, but he is strong, yes, Jesus loves me, yes, Jesus loves me, yes, Jesus loves me. I love it. I love it. What a wonderful reminder that our that people all around the world speaking different languages are following the same God and and the Jesus that loves us so. When we began this morning, I asked if you could name the countries represented by these four flags. They're hanging in the foyer to remind you of the different locations throughout the world where we are working to spread the good news of Jesus Christ. The U.S. flag is there because of our new support for Wes and Iris Anderson and the downtown Kansas City Church of Christ. 
The Argentina flag, of course, reminds us of the amazing work that Jonathan Hannigan is doing uh, in Buenos Aires and of the new co-workers that we plan to support to help him with that work. The flag of Mexico is there because of the long-time support that we've given to uh, ELEB, the Latin American Bible Institute. And finally, the flag of Ecuador was added last year to remind us of the young families who are working so hard to tell us of the people of Salinas uh, Tell the people of Salinas about Jesus. So when you see those flags, let them remind you to pray for our brothers and sisters in Christ who have gone into all the world to share the gospel. Oh, and also go check out our new and improved missions bulletin board in the hallway leading into the fellowship hall. Appreciate the good work that Kevin and Franny did on that. As we wrap up, let me just ask you a question. Do you know the God that our missionaries and our evangelists are telling people about? Have you been obeyed, uh, sorry, have you obeyed him and been baptized so your sins could be forgiven? If you you haven't, but you're ready to take that step, there are going to be elders in the back of the auditorium this morning waiting to help you out. If you need prayers, our shepherds will be happy to pray with you either privately or publicly. If there's any other need you have, I encourage you to go to the back of the auditorium as we stand and sing.